is London's public space exclusionary? Well, London, again, has always been exclusionary to some degree or other. There was no golden age where uh, everybody had equal access to every public space in the city. That just isn't the nature of a mixed city, a socially mixed city uh, like London, where people have different tastes, different abilities, and different opportunities open to them. But what you find when you start digging into some of the case studies is that poor design and narrow management practices can act to make places more exclusionary than they otherwise would do. For example, we found that across the spaces that we looked at, there's a domination of the use of public space by uh, middle-class users and people um, a dominance by the under-50s broadly speak. And when you start talking to users, it's simple things like <clears throat> spaces designed with seating without backs that make it difficult for people um, who, uh, you know, uh, older people who, when they get to spaces, might like to sit and relax for a little while, but simply find them uncomfortable places to be. Nobody intended to put seating in, which is deliberately uncomfortable, but it's the result of some of our design uh, decisions. But nevertheless, a general sense that every space should and can be equally accessible and equally appealing to all seems to be uh, rather doomed to failure. I think we need to recognise that London is a diverse and, you might argue, even a fragmented society. And inevitably, we need to think about spaces that suit different sections of that society. Is London space segregated? Well, in fact, gating in London is pretty rare. There are, of course, examples of gating in London. I showed some earlier in one of the previous slides. But overwhelmingly, there's a sense when you talk to developers of public space that they see public space as a value-adding element. They don't wish to gate it off because to them it has an all sorts of important benefits for their schemes. But what you also find is sometimes there's a demand from the public sector to create public spaces where really a public space is inappropriate and you get um, uh, uh, problems of, um, uh, it, for example, here at Empire Square where a space was created um, but in fact uh, its management practices have since, created, have since meant um, that um, there's a sort of unintentional segregation going on. Um, because there's a basic conflict between the people who live there, who generally want a quiet environment to live uh, and to rest and for their children to play, um, and other users in the locality who have a different perspective on what that space might be for. So there are sometimes some conflicts, and, so, and we, also, we, we need to remember that space for peaceful, private, relaxation, play, and simple aesthetic enjoyment is just as valid 
in its right place as public space for public social functions. And we need to get that balance right and think what is appropriate in what location.